So it's so annoying to say this, but just know that like, if anything feels like it's fallen short, like you, you definitely learned something along the way and you might have to dig and pick to find the lessons, but there's a lesson in, in everything that there, there has to be. Otherwise, I don't know the alternative to live and believe that bad things just happen to you because what you're just destined for bad things. Like I can't, I could never let anyone believe that about themselves. That's a, that's a awesome, that's just not a great way to live your life. Like you have to, be, you have to believe that yeah. something could happen so that something else can happen in the future. Okay, so I just did a little intro, but when you're at a party and someone asks you what you do, what do you say? I always say that I'm a fitness instructor. That's it. That's where I leave it usually. You don't tell them that you work for Peloton? No, I I feel like um, saying that you're a fitness instructor lets the conversation, it opens the conversation to be about people's experience in fitness. Whereas if I say yeah. Peloton, People want to ask me questions about Peloton where I think it's more fun to hear people's experiences within fitness. So they'll be like, oh, I like spin or, oh, I go to the gym all the time or like I did this one class once and it was awful. Sometimes people talk about Peloton, not having a clue that I work for Peloton. I just find it more interesting to say that I'm a fitness instructor. I didn't see where the conversation goes. (laughs) Honestly, that is a really good tactic. I think that's probably gives you a lot more interesting responses. It um, does. I would love to know how you got here. What has your journey to Peloton and to your current career been like? Very, um, it, a little, a little roller coaster, I'd say. Um, <laughs> I started. I was. I used to do athletics, so I used to do track and field, is what you call it over in America. I used to do triple jump, and <laughs> um, I stopped jumping. The year after the 2012 Olympics, I obviously tried my hardest to get to the Olympics. That was the dream. Um, I didn't make it. And the year after that was the Commonwealth Games, which is like a, it's like, it's a lot easier to get into. So I kind of wanted to leave having done an international, but my, by this time, my knees were so bad and I was a little bit injured. And I just thought to myself, I don't need to do this to prove to anyone or prove to myself that I was an athlete, that I trained hard and that I did the best that I could. I can always leave and say I was an athlete. So yeah, that year after the Olympics, I quit. Um, I started personal training and I started modeling. This is like the shortest version of it. And I was (laughs) teaching spin at the same time. And I sort of decided that I wanted to concentrate on the spin more, uh, like the indoor cycling a little bit more than the others in the end after a long sort of process. Um, and literally, as I made that decision, Peloton more or less came knocking on my door or knocked on my studio door. So this was back in the day when um, the producers and the executives used to come and take our rides around London. And they, they did mine oh and I went through the big audition process, which took a, took a while. I, heard that Camila said the same thing like it's a it's a big process which I massively respect because it means that they're really trying to 
see who you are and is it consistent for, for months. And um, yeah, so after yeah. a long process, I made it. And I made it onto the team. <laughs> That's incredible. And what has it been like? So I guess you joined in 2019. So the past four years, what has that been like? It's been a journey. It's It's been, do you know, like now looking back, it's been, it was tough. And um, I'd say during the beginning, I was an instructor for four months before we um got put into lockdown, especially over here in the UK. So it kind of felt like I never got I never got to see how big it was. I guess I feel like when everything started to open up and now that people are coming into the studio, especially because the American audience is slightly bigger than the UK audience. I I meet people in the street now who are a lot of Americans that come up to me like, oh my gosh, I do your rights. I think you're so cool. And they're like, that's mad. I think when I was sitting <laughs> in my That was a good flat, accent. It's so That's what it is. So I was like, oh my gosh, I really love her clapping. But I think, during lock- I think during lockdown, I don't think I really understood the magnitude of what we were doing during that time. Yeah. I think I was just trying to keep myself positive, keep myself moving. Look forward to my classes, but I honestly don't think I, I, I don't think I quite understood how big the platform was or how many people we were helping and serving and reaching out to during a really difficult time as I was still trying to find my feet. So yeah, it was a little bit difficult. Now looking back, like yeah. in hindsight, it's always, it feels like it was difficult, but during it, I didn't. Yeah. It's been it's been amazing. It's been it's been amazing. Do you feel like now you're finally starting to like enjoy where you're at, or do you still feel like there's a lot of hurdles along the way? I love that I'm now in a place where I feel like one of my project, one of my executive producers who we worked with, like when, when we're training, he was like, "You've got to see this that you're going on date." So. When you're there for the first little bit, you kind of just want to, you know, just don't show them you're full crazy on date one. Don't go in <laughs> all guns blazing. Let people run to you and, you know, prove that you're a good instructor. I feel like I've done that now and I'm now at the stage where I can just really like be myself and let myself go. Although I do feel like I did that from day one, but now I feel like I can do it with my whole chest confidently Um knowing that I kind of have my place in the team and you know, just having that experience behind me. It, it feels yeah. like it's like a real, I feel safe right now. I feel very safe around in a good way. Yeah. 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 No, well, people love who that person is. So thank you for showing it off, truly. Um, I think that leads us well into the question of the show, which is, Hannah, what is the best advice you've ever gotten? I don't think you realise how hard that was for me to think of because people It's a hard me, question. I'm, it's such a hard question. And I think a lot of people, especially me, I've probably got some great advice and totally ignored it or not taken it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I um, the one thing that stands out to me, um, I, I remember I went to I used to go to church. And there was a sermon. I could not tell you what the sermon was about. I could not tell you what part of the Bible it was about. But I remember um, the pastor said, 
it's it's quite a typical one. It's 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 a it's a solid piece of advice. And he told us to stay in our lane. He was like, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And he repeated it three or four times. And I don't know if it was because I was doing athletics at the time and that kind of hit a little bit harder because it was to do with track and field and what I was doing. But it was something that I would have always said to myself and I always paid attention to that, that little saying through all the thousands of little careers I've had. So what has that meant to you in different parts of your life? When I, um, when I stopped doing athletics, it's so funny you say, saying stay in your lane. And the, the one time it became most applicable is when I stopped doing athletics was that I felt like I was a little bit behind. So I feel like a lot of my friends were starting their careers. They were working they were working towards things I I, I kind of got dropped out in my mid-20s not really knowing what to do it's like one chapter of my life had closed and I didn't quite know what the next one was going to be and it was just like that that saying stay in your lanes stop looking at what everyone else is doing and stop looking at everyone else's timing yours is going to work for you at the right time doing the right thing so I went, as I said, I was a personal trainer. I did modeling and I was teaching uh, cycling classes, indoor cycling classes all at the same time. And I think sometimes it's very tempting to look at everyone else in your industry and see what they're doing and not really put respect or appreciate what you were doing yourself. So when I was at, when I was working in the gym, we used to have a, um, we used to always see where everyone else was, where all the other personal trainers were in the gym. So I used to look at that and be like, God, I'm not, I'm not anywhere near the top. Like I'm not one of the top instructors in the gym. And that used to get on my nerves. And then when I'd go and do a modeling job, it would be like, God, there's some models that can just do this, just do modeling and they don't have to worry about anything else. Like I can't, I can't do that. I have to also do these other jobs as well. And then I would be teaching spin and think to myself, God, I wish I was like so good that all my classes would sell out all the time and I wish I was that instructor. Why, why am I not there yet? And if I let myself get lost in that too much, I, I, it, it's not helpful. So for me, saying to myself, stay in your lane, like look at what you're doing. I was doing all three at once. I wasn't doing one thing. I was doing multiple things. And I think it just helped me to stay patient and just believe that I was working towards something, even though at the time I had no idea what it was. So I was just working hard at all three of them. I would run around to castings. I would run back to the gym and see my clients. And then I'd make sure all my playlisting was done for my, for my ride. And it was kind of like, just believe what you're doing is right for you. Stop looking at everyone else and what everyone else is doing. This is your lane. You can't jump out. Stay in yours. Do your thing. That is beautiful. I... I relate to that so hard, and I think that is wonderful advice that everyone could learn from. I reminds me of one of my favorite quotes: "Comparison is the thief of joy." And I 100%. think that is so true. Um, I'm also curious if there's a piece of terrible advice that you've ever gotten. Is there a worst advice or a hmm. quote that you just never resonates with you? Do you know what? I, I love all the. Um, I love anything that's to do with like 
self-love and I'm big on the fact that I'm in my mid thirties and I'm as single as can be. And I'm, I'm, I want to be, I'm the chief of that. I, I will always tell my friends that like, you've got to start with, you've got to start with like loving yourself first before you can, before anything else, it's always got to be you. You've got to have that self-belief in who you are. But uh, everyone, I feel like I, I'm not, now let me tell you, I'm not trying to, I'm not, this is not a diss to, I'm not about to, to say anything against RuPaul ever. I just feel like it's quite misunderstood when we say, if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love anyone else? I think sometimes we forget that that doesn't mean that we're not still lovable. I feel like sometimes that phrase has got a bit twisted and you forget that yeah, you've got to love yourself so you can love other people, but it doesn't take away from the fact that no matter how you're feeling about yourself, you are, you are worthy of love from other people. So uh, at the moment, that's something that, I'm trying to kind of, I guess, learn or unlearn or relearn. I don't really know what one of those three is, but I feel like it's a bit of a misunderstood phrase that keeps getting chucked around. It, that, um, I don't know, I just, I just, I feel like we are lovable. Like everyone has something to offer, something to give. And you're worthy of love, even if you don't feel like you are at the top of your loving yourself game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think it's a shocking concept to a lot of people that whether we like ourselves or not, we are worth liking and we are worth being here and holding a place. And that is going to happen whether we see our worth or not. We were born worthy into this world. So yeah, I think that's really, 100%. I think that is a very good point. Um, yeah. I also always love seeing because clearly I'm a quotes person. Do you have a favorite quote or a mantra or an affirmation or something that you repeat to yourself like really often, maybe even every day? Oh, do you know what, right? I've got, I've recently got the bracelets. Do you know that America, I don't know if I'm, I mean, this is a big plug, but I've got these three bra bracelets. I've got, I've got the little bracelets with like oh, little phrases Oh, is that in them. the Little Words Project? It is the Little Words Project. Yeah. Um, I literally have a collaration <laughs> coming out with them on Friday. Really? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so amazing. funny. <laughs> yes, so I'll have to send you one of my bracelets. Also, yes, tell us about the cute bracelets. I love them. They're so inspirational. Okay. I I really love the order of mine. Like, I, I don't just wear them. I, they have to be in order. So I've got Grateful. Okay. Strong AF. And then you've got this. And I feel like the order to me is really important because I think before you do anything, you have to, again, it goes back to what I said about like staying in your lane. Like you've got to be grateful for what's in your lane already, for what you already have. So that's got, that's got to come first before anything. Then you need to remind yourself yeah. who, the, who the hell you are, who the freak you are. I say that in my rides all the time. Like, when I ride, that's where I feel like I remember who I am. I'm like, you can't let anything can't let a little bit of being out of breath to make me think that I can't do this or that like this is who I like remember who you are like you, you you're yeah. worthy of this you can do this this is this is a challenge that is here for the taking remember who you are so my strong AF one even if I don't even if it's not that it's like the mind to say something good about yourself so it's like be grateful say something good about yourself and then just remember that you've got this babe I've said that in my ride all the time as well so like, you've got this, you've got this. Like, whatever it is, you've got it. Like, it's, it might challenge you and it might be difficult, but whatever it is, I think we've, we've always got it. 
Got it, babes. That's my thing. I love that. That's such a good idea to put them in a specific order. And that way, it's kind of like a story that you're telling as well. When the order's messed up, I do get, like I do, reach down to my wrist and put them oh. back in order again. It's very important. I, w- I would do the same thing. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night unless they were in the right order, truly. <laughs> I, I really understand that. Um, I can't wait to see I, your ones. I can't wait to be the ones that oh, you've got yeah. How exciting. It, um, it says it's for mental health awareness and it says better days. And it's like after one of my favorite quotes is there are far better days ahead than any we leave behind. And oh, so that was kind of like the inspiration for it. So, yeah, no, I'll, I will absolutely send you one and maybe you can find a space for it in your little story on your wrist. But um, I, I, okay. I always find, or I found your story so fascinating. And I know you've talked about this on some of your rides. I actually was taking your run one time and you were talking and this resonated with me so much. You were talking about how you were engaged and you had bought a house and you had this picture in your head of how your life was going to go and how it was going to be. And it kind of just fell, fell apart. And like things are very different than what you thought they were going to be. That doesn't mean they're beautiful, not beautiful. But that resonated with me so much. I think everyone has experienced that in one degree or another, just having this idea of how their life was going to be and then having that not end up. And you also talked about wanting to be in the Olympics and trying your absolute best and I'm I can't even imagine the training and everything that goes into that and there's only so much you can do and still falling short and I also just so feel that like you just are doing everything possible do you have advice for people that are in that spot that had this idea of how their life was going to go and who feel like they're just clawing at every opportunity trying their best and it's just not working out oh that's that's so hard. That is, those two things that you just said literally came like one after the other. So, oh gosh, for me it was this whole dream of getting to the Olympic that fell apart. Like it, it fell apart. I didn't make it. And um, I think the first thing I had to do from there is remember that just because I didn't do everything I wanted to didn't mean that I didn't do a lot of what I wanted to so I think about like a little version of me and I'd be like would little me be proud of what I'd put into this like I'd done my best I'd done everything that like I was willing to do I guess I could like in hindsight maybe if I do there's always these little questions that niggle in my head like what would have happened if I went to America? What would have, what would have happened if I put more money into it? But all these little things that I'm thinking now and saying now, they would have affected me. I wouldn't be where I am now if it, if it was for those things. So I don't know. That, that first that first failure was one that I, I feel like I had to kind of re, relearn or reimagine in my brain and say that, just because I didn't make the Olympics doesn't mean that I didn't do so many things in athletics. So I guess it's like learning, learning something from the failures, first of all. And I think I never really got to learn that lesson truly because once I stopped doing athletics, um, 
I started working at a gym pretty soon and I met my then boyfriend and I kind of felt like I'd won again. I was like, oh, I stopped doing this athletics thing and it's fine. It's all worked out because now I've met someone. I'm going to have a family. I'm going to like what a flat. I'm going to have babies. My life is going to be like that perfect picture. And I think when that fell apart, the two together, like the, the athletics and then that comp that added to it, like feeling like I've bowed in that as well. It was like, oh man, this is, this is getting a lot now. But I think that gave me so much fire because when Peloton came to find me, it was, the timing was, I do believe that there's something, there's something in divine timing and there's something in perfect timing for, for every single person. So again, that goes back to my thing of like, just staying in, doing my, doing it my way and staying, staying in my lane. When they came to get me, I was ready. I was like a fired up instructor. I, I had fire in my belly. Every single time I got in that room, it was the place that I felt like I could say what was in my head. Like I could let my, my head thoughts out my mouth. So I'd be like, yo, you can't let anyone stop you from being the best version of yourself. No matter what happened to you three months ago, if you you are all like right through the tears. The yeah, I was like, someone told you, not as dramatic as that, but it was like I was talking to myself just out loud. And I guess yeah. like the realness and the vulnerability that I allowed myself to have in those dark rooms is what got me to where I was now. So it's so annoying to say this, but just know that like if anything feels like it's fallen short, like you, you definitely learned something along the way and you might have to dig and pick to find the lessons, but there's a lesson in, in everything that there has to be. Otherwise, I don't know the alternative to live and believe that bad things just happen to you because what you're just destined for bad things like I can't I could never let anyone believe that about themselves that's a that's a also that's just not a great way to live your life like you have to but you have to believe that yeah. something has happened so that something else can happen in the future like I, like I said like if I'd have gone to America to train I, I don't know I don't know what would have happened if I had put more money into athletics I don't know what would have happened. I don't know how that would have affected my life. All I know is that I'm here now and it's, it's pretty sweet. It feels pretty sweet. So, <laughs> Well, honestly, that I think is some beautiful advice and it there is something to be said about going through those things and being able to look people in the eyes when they're going through similarly hard things and say, yeah, I've been there too. And they can feel that and like even in all of your instruction and your rides, like it's very palpable that when you're saying, no, you can get through hard things, you're coming from a place of experience. And that is something that easy times will never bring. So yeah, I think that's some beautiful advice. I guess as well, like teaching exercise, like the, the exercise has been there throughout my whole life. And it, it's been something that grounded me it's been a reminder it's humbled me it's lifted me up it's got 
emotions out when I've needed to. It, it's made me smile when I like having a community, being part of something bigger than myself has taught me so much. So I do feel very lucky that through all the experiences that I've had, my, my, like what I do is what I do for a living is something that brings so many people so much joy, but it's not just other people. It's, it's me as well. So it's really helped me figure out my feelings and roll through these challenges. And like I said, just remember who I am that time and time again. One of the, one of the greatest things is people come up to me and they're always like, Oh, you've got me through lockdown. And I'm like, babe, you got me through lockdown. Like we got each other through lockdown. This was a two way thing. <laughs> I needed you oh as much as you needed me. So yeah, I do feel quite lucky that through all the, through, through everything I've had, movement and exercise <laughs> as a, as a platform and a foundation for, for everything I've done and all the hard things yeah. I've been through in my life. It's been there. It's been part of my life. Uh, the best instructor, truly. Like I just, this is, this is why we love <laughs> Hannah. That is so beautiful. And I, urge everyone to take her class and remember who you are. I think that's a beautiful oh. way to put it. Um, I want to thank you for all this advice and wisdom. And I knew you'd have it, but it was just so good. And let us know how we can follow along with everything you're doing. How can people reach you? What can we support you on? Well, you've got to download the Peloton app. You've got to jump on. I, I keep okay. saying just the vibe. So I'm after getting that I'm on the trip now as well. I'm on the trip. <laughs> yes. so running as well. With really hard room. runs, by the way. Really? <laughs> well, stop that. Stop it. I'm oh, sure gosh. you've got this. I think you've got this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, inspirational, but difficult. So the best mix of things. <laughs> Has to be that way. Has to be that way. <laughs> yes. I'm on the trip now as well. I'm going to add some more walking in there to help everyone out. So there we go there. there we go <laughs> and then um, instagram i'm on t i put in and out of tiktok i wish i could be better i'm a little bit i just i'm too old to keep up keep up with the kids these days with the young tiktok i honestly I try, feel that too <laughs> i tried my hardest and um, all hannah frankson one word at hannah frankson on all the platform <laughs> okay Beautiful. Well, everyone follow, download the app. If you want a bright spot in your day, take her classes, oh, nice. feel capable, remember who you are. And Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor. Trust me. It's been great. This thank was you. wonderful. And mm -hmm. to all of our listeners, thank you for listening to The Shift. Mm -hmm.